Hello. Andrew, how's it going, buddy? Dude, it was, uh, I think it was my phone, man. I must have selected that link 20 times and <laughs> explained that was saying you were there, but it wasn't. It, like, it just paused. There's a lot of a lot of problems with my phone, man. I don't think my phone is can keep up with this uh, 2021 technology, dude. It's This is like 2015 technology over here. No, no, you need you need a new phone, man. I know, dude. I know. Well, I'm glad we got it to work, man. <laughs> Me too. Let's uh, dive into this. I'm Tommy. I'm uh, joined by my co-host Andrew Jaworski. That's right. Jaws. That's right. Here. And um, this is for Wolf of Moneyline. And the first topic that we're going to be ta- be talking about is Sam Darnold traded to the Panthers. Will this actually benefit the Panthers, or will the Panthers basically just be a pretty below-average team? What well, do you I, think? Oh, you know it already, man. They're not going to uh, – this is not much of a move. It's very, very lateral. Uh, I do not expect uh, – I mean, you get, still got some of a connection between uh, Robbie Anderson. I, you know, I think he he's, he's uh, happy to see his former quarterback come along. They may have a little bit of a connection there still, but – uh, I definitely expect a you know another five and eleven, six and ten type of season for the Panthers coming up. It's not much of a move. Sam Darnold, he just doesn't impress me that much. Yeah, I mean, is this even uh, upgrade from Teddy Bridgewater? Honestly, yeah, honestly, dude, I, I don't think so. I, I really don't think so. You know, Teddy Bridgewater was it again. It's a lateral move. That's how I see it. Um, I mean. Sam Darnold, of course, he's got uh, the the youth in him. The Panthers taking the the risk to see him be the next franchise quarterback, but I, I'm not too confident in it. But we'll see. You know, what do you think, man? I, I think Robbie Anderson's like, oh crap. <laughs> That's true. Probably, man. Probably. I did a poll the other day on my um, group on Instagram. I'm always putting up. I said, what place will this put them in their division? And I, I'm saying they're going to be fourth in the division. Really? Fourth? So they'll do worse than they did last year, you think? Because I think they finished third in yeah. the NFC South. They finished above the Falcons by mm-hmm. the Falcons. Who knows um, what they're going to do in the draft, honestly. Um, I, I don't even know if they're going to draft a quarterback. They might be sticking with Matty Ice. And yep. I'm saying Matty Ice is better than Sam Darnold. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at least he's got the track record. I mean, he's a proven quarterback. I mean, I'll take his age over Sam Darnold. Sam, again, Sam Darnold is just uh, – I, I mean, I don't even think it was much of the environment of the Jets. I just never have been impressed with him. You know, he, he no. kind of reminds me maybe a little bit – maybe this is kind of an exaggeration of Tim Tebow maybe. Like I just don't – he just – he doesn't seem like a, a guy that's maybe just you know fit to be the, the greatest NFL quarterback. But we'll see, you know. A new environment could change that, but I'm I'm not sold on it. Yeah, I mean, I've heard guys – when he got drafted, guys were comparing him to Brett Favre, and I was like, whoa, no, slow that's... your freaking roll. <laughs> this guy isn't even close to Brett yep. Favre yep. just because he's a gunslinger and everything. But the man turns over the ball a lot. Um, yeah, he didn't have a lot of help at the Jets, but I wasn't even impressed with him at USC. 
Um, this division will be very interesting, though, because the Saints have Jameis Winston now probably taking over the helm. And then who knows what the Falcons are doing with Matty Ice. Um, it's just going to be the Bucks are just going to coast Dude, this it, division it, now. That is something to think about for sure. You know, just two years ago, there was completely different quarterbacks running the NFC South. I mean, it has changed all within the last two years. So very interesting division. Very. I'm glad we could both agree that Sam Darnold sucks and he's not. <laughs> of course. Size. Of course. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately for him, I'm just not too confident with him, man. <laughs> now we got to switch over to our division with um, some news on Deshaun Watson. What's going on with this guy? Is this guy like the next Antonio Brown? I mean, <laughs> should this guy be behind bars? I mean, this is getting crazy. Well, you know, I think the American mantra is that you have to presume innocence uh, and, or, you know, uh, even in accusations. That's that's how I take this approach. Um, you know, the conspiracy part of me wants to say that this is a hit job by the Texans who, you know, were mad that he was basically saying all these terrible things about them, demanding a trade, and now they're like, oh, you're going to do that? Well, screw you. And they're, you know, they're here. We're just going to get back at you by having all these women come out and screw your your trade uh, potential. But that's the conspiracy part of me. So, again, I, I presume innocence, um, but if the evidence comes out that he did, uh, you know, do all the things he's being accused of. I mean, that's a really bad, it's not, it's not going to be good for him. I don't know what will, will happen to him. Um, but I dude, Yeah. The Texans are in a, it's really him. He's kind of in a funky spot. I, I'm not sure what the future is for him. What do you think? Honestly, um, when stuff like this comes up, I think he probably did something wrong. Uh, a lot, a lot of people take the approach that they, they're like conspiracy theorists, and they think this is like a Texans kind of hit job. But it's actually kind of sad because if this is true, what's that like showing society? You know, yep. because oh yeah, honestly, um, women are probably like once they get sexually harassed, they're probably afraid to come out and tell the truth, and yep. then. When they do, now they're seeing that some people don't even believe them, which is scary, honestly. For yeah, women, so. yeah. I again, I I just want to clarify. You know, I it's I I I won't say that I don't. It's not that I don't believe any of it. Um, I just would like to hear all the the facts before making a complete, um, you know, before having a, a true opinion on it. I I just have to. Uh, presume his innocence for now uh, that's to me I think that's the way we should approach it but again if, if it comes out the evidence comes out that he really did do all the things he's accused of and I just don't see how the Texans can hang on to him and honestly the NFL may Ray Rice him you know they just yeah. we're, we're done with you dude like this is too much um, that's generally how the NFL has been approaching these situations like with Greg Harding so uh, I mean these guys you know it's a different world today than it used to be, man. So the, the NFL has an image that they need to upkeep. And if this stuff is true, it's, it's not good for him. Yeah. I, it's, it's a messed up situation. Honestly, 
I think this needs the NFL needs to kind of take charge and say you're not allowed to play until we find out the truth in this whole they, situation. They may do that. They totally may do that too, you know? Yeah, and who knows? Maybe um, the Texans just say the heck with it. Let's bring back Tom Savage oh. and see where we can go. <laughs> well, yeah, the Texans' future isn't looking too bright anyways. I mean, it doesn't. I don't expect Deshaun Watson to be uh, starting for the Texans week one, uh, regardless of what the outcome is of this whole scenario. Uh, they are pushing rebuild. I mean, they've lost J.J. Watt. Deshaun Watson doesn't want to be there. Um, I mean, they lost DeAndre Hopkins last year. The Texans are a mess, man. They are the biggest mess of a franchise in the league right now. So um, it's tough days ahead for Houston Texans fans. It is, man. They are going to be one bad football team yep. this year. Yep. They were bad last year. Isn't that, they're going to be even worse this isn't year. Isn't that crazy, too, man? They, they had that huge lead against the Chiefs in the playoffs. I mean, they, they were it looked like they were about to go to the AFC Championship. And ever since the second quarter of that game in the playoffs two years ago, they have it's been terrible luck for them, just horrible. <laughs> you know, things can the, – the football gods, man, they they can take you out in no time. Yeah. I mean, well, Bill O'Brien Bill O'Brien was like an idiot, man. They were up like thirty-five to seven, and then he just decides to do a fake pie on their own like twenty-five yard line, completely switch momentum. But yeah, that was the biggest choke job I've ever seen. You're up like twenty-eight points in the first half and you still find a way to get blown out. I that was crazy. Yep. Man. Yep. But now now they could press the sure to be one of the worst teams in the NFL yep. again. That's good for Colts fans. I like I mean it doesn't certainly doesn't make me unhappy, you know. I I like seeing the Texans at the bottom. Keep them there. Yeah. I completely agree. That's two should be two easy Ws. Let's go. But, um, okay, now we're going to go to our next topic. And I thought this was really interesting. Uh, but the 49ers traded up to the number three position in the draft. Uh, it's assumed that they're going to get a quarterback. What do you think they're going to do? Do you think they're going to get a quarterback? I, or- I mean, it's you've got to think that. Uh, I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo, um, for all the – the praise he got leading into the Super Bowl season. Um, I mean, he did not have. I mean, how many games did he play last year? I mean, he did he get hurt? I can't remember. He did get hurt. I think he only played like five or six games. Yeah, last season. yeah. It, it. I mean, he he kind of had average quarterback written all over him, anyways. Even when he was going to the 49ers. I mean, he just they. they this is something that they've been talking about for really ever since he got hurt was, you know, there's speculation that maybe they'll just move on from Jimmy G. So you have to think that with them trading up this high, maybe they'll go for someone like Mac Jones or um, uh, who's the kid out of North Dakota state. Um, uh, Trey Lance. That, right, right. There you go. Trey Lance. So they may, uh, it, it certainly looks like they're going to move on from Jimmy G and where that, what that means for him. I don't know. Maybe he'll get traded. You got to imagine that would happen too. But uh, yeah, I think they're they're going with quarterback, man. What do you think? 
I honestly think they're going quarterback here too, which I think's interesting. I mean, yeah, everybody says Jimmy G's average, but look at the guy's win percentage. I mean, it's actually yep. pretty impressive. And I'm kind of confused why everybody thinks he's a trash can and he should. Well, just... you got to think about the teams he's been on too. I mean, he was with the New England Patriots, and that that I mean, come on, the New England Patriots have made lots of bad quarterbacks look pretty decent so how did cam newton look okay but cam newton was falling off a cliff before he even went to new england and what i mean they still won what seven games last year so but you're you're right cam newton was probably the exception to what i just said but hey i mean the 49ers were dominant uh defensively uh the last two years uh well besides last year but they they were really good uh i mean you could i think you could have put a lot of quarterbacks but you could have put a Sam Darnold honestly on that team two years ago and they would have probably gotten to the NFC championship that I feel is just how good the 49ers were without a quarterback um so I you know I just he never impressed me that much he had some he had some moments but but just to me I just was never sold on him yeah I feel honestly like a lot of people aren't sold on him I I still think Honestly, Jimmy G could go to a team and help them out a little bit. Uh, what what team do you think he would go to? Do you think that's a no-brainer and it's just going to be the Patriots if he gets traded? Oh, that would be something. I Man, I have no idea. That's a good question. I have no idea where he would land. That would be funny, though, if he ends up going back to New England and he replaces Cam Newton. Uh I, you know, I haven't thought yeah, about it, man. Bill Belichick loves him. He did, yeah. I think, uh, right? I mean, there was that rumor that he didn't even want to get rid of Jimmy G. That was a move that was yeah. that was uh, Bob Kraft making that that call. So, um, I I don't know. That would be interesting if he goes back to New England. They have an, a quarterback problem there too. So, they huge. Yep. I if I was New England, I'd be making some moves to get Jimmy G back. All right, um, we're going to go to the next one, and this is very interesting, but I honestly think Adam Silver has kind of not done that great of a job with the NBA, and I'm more of a David Stern guy. Um, but the NBA playoffs, there's a new format where it's the 7 and through 10 uh, ranked teams play each other in a playing game for the final two spots. Wh- what do you think about that new rule? Do you like it? So it's – or do you know? So it's a seven through ten. So uh, is this like a single game that they play? Like, I think the seven seed actually gets so they get like a second chance. I think they would have to lose twice. I see. And the rest of the teams only have like one chance. All right. So whenever it comes to these rule changes where they're expanding the playoffs, all that does to me is it devalues the regular season. I am not a fan of it. I think the regular season has to mean something. I mean, you play 82 games. Like, how many more chances do you need? You know, we don't generally see in the NBA, you know, a 9 seed or a 10 seed barely missing the playoffs. You know, usually the drop-off between the 8 and the 9 seed is something like 5, 6 games. Um, It's not that, you know, tight. Whereas, you know, look at what the NFL did this past year, right? They expanded the playoff seeds the seventh seed and that kind of made a little sense i wasn't a big fan of it but look what happened right the colts were the seventh seed 
they were 11 and 5 and they tied if if they had not expanded the playoffs the Colts would have missed um or excuse yeah if they had not expanded the seeding the Colts would have missed the playoffs at 11 and 5 so it kind of made sense for the NFL even though I disagreed with it but it's definitely yeah. I I am not a fan of this at all in the NBA again that you play 82 games in a regular season like what I mean how many chances do you need <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it kind of sucks for the seventh right. seed if they lose twice and then they're asked of the playoffs. And they're like, that's true. That's, yeah, you're right. Like seven games better than the 10th yep. seed. Which can happen. I mean, sometimes, you know, you have all it takes is one or two bad games to kick you out. And like you said, what if you're 10 games up on the head? That's a good point. You know, I would be frustrated. I'd say, what the heck? We had a better record. Yeah, better record. Yeah. We're gonna miss the playoffs, so it makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, I think honestly, it's as a fan, it could be kind of entertaining. But I think if I was on the seventh seeded team and I get like ousted by the tenth seeded team, then it's pretty crappy. It's a pretty. Crappy it is. Yeah, I, I never thought of it that way. That is definitely just another reason I am not for it. But well, you know, like you said, it a be entertaining for the fans. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Well, um, I know I told you that we were going to dissect the AFC South, but I, I promised a friend that I was going to do that one with him on um, another podcast. So I'm actually going to do a different division. Okay, let's do it. Is let's do okay? it, man. All right. Let's do probably the strongest division in all of football, I did a poll on this today. The NFC West, which has got the Cardinals, the Rams, the Seahawks, and the 49ers. What What do you think the standings one through four is going to be? Ooh, on that is – that's a tough one. Well, let's see. So last year, the Seahawks won the division. They lost at home to the Rams in the playoffs. So that had the Rams what, at the two seed. The third was who was it the who would have finished third in that division? Uh, man, uh, boy, this is. I think it was the Cardinals. Oh, you're right. Oh, you know what? I like the Cardinals. I do like where the Cardinals are headed. I think uh, I I'm not a I'm not big into what the Rams are doing um, right now. I like Murray and Hopkins. Uh, you know, really expanding on what they did last season. They had a little thing going and they look Murray looks really good. He looks really good. The Cardinals have a lot of, if, if I'm a Cardinals fan, I'm very optimistic about the near future. Um, so I am going to take the Cardinals. I'll have them at the, I'll have them win in that division. I, the, the Cardinals, man, the Cardinals. Hmm. Uh, when I did my poll today, honestly, it was like, Almost 50-50 with cards and Rams. People were just kind of split on Really? This. Yeah, that um, – where, where do they have the Seahawks? I'm, I'm interested on that. Some people did pick the Seahawks. Nobody picked the 49 Because, I mean, you can never count out Russell Wilson. And, I mean, they've got uh, – they, well – it, it's their defense. Is it, it is. Though. It it's, is. It's and bad. even I'm not a fan of how they use Russell Wilson out there. I mean, it seems like they just never want to give him the ball in important situations. Like they're just Pete Carroll has really gone away from 
how he should be used. I mean, he's he was so close to being MVP a couple years ago. Like he, he's had so many great moments, and yet they continue to misuse him. So I don't know. I but I, if if I'm gonna rank it one through four, this is my one through four. Cardinals one, two. I'll pick the Seahawks. Three, the the Rams, and the four, uh, the Forty ers Wow. So you don't you think this Matt Stafford. Uh, oh, I forgot about that. I take worse. that back. I take that. I forgot about that. Let me, let me, thank you for that. <laughs> I remembered. Uh, yep. So take that back. Matt Stafford, uh, the Rams at the two. I'll take, I'll put them there. I have the, I'll have them making the playoffs. Okay. So one Cardinals, two Rams, three Seahawks, four 49ers. How about that? Hmm. What do you have? Bear. Honestly, this is so hard because the top three are, like, so close, I feel like. And then who knows? I mean, I'm so unsure about the 49ers. They had some bad injuries last year, and it seemed like almost like half their team was injured. But they have some playmakers there, and they still probably have a good defense. Um so this division's brutal, man. This is going to be a gauntlet, and it sucks because the Colts plays this division. Do they? Oh man! Do you know what the the NFC West? It feels like they have a a new division winner every other year, or just every year. Like there's, it's a new team that takes the top. Like so, they are a gauntlet of a division. You're right about that, but that's a hard one to predict, man. But you got you got to make your prediction on this. I do gotta make oh, my prediction. Oh, I, yeah. And then um basically so my pick for today when I did this poll is I chose the Rams still because people have been telling me that basically Matt Stafford is an upgrade from He Jared is, Dolph. he is. And um but I've also heard they kind of gave up a lot to get they Matt did. Stafford and their secondary is not that good anymore besides Jalen Ramsey. Um, but I'm going to stick with the Rams. I'm still saying they're a pretty good football team. They got a bunch of weapons for Matt Stafford. If Matt Stafford can't win with the Rams, then I'm officially <laughs> saying he's not yeah. good. And I've said at the Lions, and I have so many friends telling me, he's good, man. He's good. It's just the Lions. Oh. But if he's not good at the Rams, then he's not. So do good. you like uh, you like how the well Todd Gurley man he's he's kind of falling off uh, with the Rams, so they may have some uh, running back issues. Um, so it, it's going to have to be all Matt Stafford, I feel like this season. And you know it, it would not. Sh- well, they they have that um, they had that good rookie last year who replaced Gurley. It was uh, Cam Akers and he's oh, the beast, you, man. Okay, there you go, man. I shows how much I paid attention to them. <laughs> good, good lord, still thinking Todd Gurley. <laughs> I did, <on> man. <laughs> uh, but um, I'm saying Rams. I'm oh yeah, he's say... with the. You're right. He's with the. He's not with them anymore. So yeah, he's with. That's the right. Jeez. Um, I'm going to go cards at second, um, because they're, they just got the addition of another, uh, pretty good wide receiver in AJ Green. Um, so they have AJ Green, Larry Fitzgerald, Christian Kirk, and 
DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, that's a pretty star-studded wide receiver core. Um, J.J. Watt, people, I think he's I do, too, yeah. Like, because the Texans' defense, they sucked last year, so the addition of J.J. Watt doesn't really – Change my mind on their I mean, he could be like a Dwight Freeney type of guy, you know, like where Dwight Freeney, even after he left the Colts and went to the Chargers, then he went to the Cardinals. Actually, yeah, right. He went to the Cardinals and he actually was pretty good there. So J.J. Watt could, you know, re-spark his his career there a little bit. I mean, he's not bad. Like he's going to be a solid defender for them. But yeah, he's he is washed up. I'll agree with you on that. So, so those are my two, and this is tricky for us too because we're like kind of saying Russell Wilson is going to be third in the division, and that just seems crazy because he's probably yeah. the best quarterback in yeah. the division. But it's just their defense. Yep. I don't, I don't like their defense. They, yeah, and he kind of fizzled off at the end of last season too. They started off like red hot, but it almost seemed like he kind of got tired at the end of the year because he was just carrying this team so much and had to outscore teams, and they really couldn't do that. I mean, do you even think that Russell Wilson is very happy there? It feels like he – No, he asked for – I feel like he basically – Yeah, that was the rumor that was spreading. So, I mean, there's – I think there's internal issues going on there anyways. So, I I mean, whenever you have those kinds of chemistry issues, that generally shows up on the field too. So – yeah, I, I'm with you there. I think the Seahawks finish in the third uh, in the division there, which would you'd have the, yeah, the Niners in fourth. I have the Niners in fourth, and honestly, it, gosh, every team in this division. Right, I mean they're only a year like. removed from the Super Bowl, of one year. So I mean, it's <laughs> not like they're missing a, a whole a ton of parts, you know. Um, they have Debo Samuel too. They have um, Brandon Ayuk. They have George Kittle. Yeah, they, they have good players on that yep. offense. Um, so yeah, just based off of last season, I guess I'd keep them there. But I would not be surprised if they were a good team again this year. But I guess we'll just have to see on that one. Um, we are gonna get to your pick what was your survivor pick tonight and why did you do that i don't even deserve to pick after last night i picked the grizzly or i picked the heat to beat the grizzlies and of course the grizzlies just yeah um, so i i'm giving well there was a lot of toss-up games tonight so i was looking at you know if it wasn't going to be who i was going to pick i was going to take the i think it was uh was it the the Hornets over the Thunder? That was who I was initially going to take, but I, I didn't like that pick. And every other game was mostly toss-ups, in my opinion. So I took the Nets over the Pelicans. Uh, and actually, that game is going on right now. I can give you an update on that score. Okay, and the Nets are up 18 points into the end of the – nearing the second quarter, 72-54. So I may be staying alive here, man. Yeah, the Pelicans are so – they're just so bad at defense. I mean, Zion's a freak, but it's kind of like the AD thing. It's like, it, yeah, this guy's that, a freak, but he doesn't have yep. really that supporting yep. cast to lead this team to Amen. be a good team. And they have the 
fantastic coach in Stan Van Gundy, but he could only do so much. It's the same, like you, you know? said, same thing that Anthony Davis went through, man. <laughs> That's why he won it out. But small market, he's the best player on the team, but everybody else is just kind of mediocre, below average, and then he'll have an, an amazing game and, you know, have a huge stat night, and then he just they'll still take an L. You know, they'll lose by 20 points. So, uh, yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. I mean, every time they're kind of like the Pacers. Every time I watch the Pelicans, they literally allow their opponent to score like a hundred. Man, what? Hey, what's points. what's been happening with the Pacers? By the way, I don't understand how they are outside of the playoffs right now. How is that? What what's going on there? I know obviously they got they traded Victor Oladipo, but you know the, it, it seems like the Pacers always are that team that is looks really good on paper. The last few years they've been in the fourth, fifth seedish area, but now they're they are they're kind of struggling, man. They got spanked by the Bulls last night at home. So what? 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 Oh, I know, man. It's it's not good. I think they're beating the Timberwolves right now, but um, I have a huge one of my other friends is a huge Pacer fan, and he is not happy with this new coach. He is not happy. <laughs> well, there was a lot of optimism with <laughs> but, him, and um, yeah. I, I don't, you know, it's just I, again, it's it's his first year, so we'll see. But yeah, the Pacers have taken a seat back, a step back. I mean, excuse me. So I weird. It's weird to see the Pacers um, not be in the mix because they haven't been that way since you know the mid to late two thousands. Yeah, and it, you, who knows? It might be a good thing. We might actually. Yeah, that's true. They, pick, you know, in the you got to stop. Uh, you got to get a high pick. I agree with you there. Yeah, I mean, we can't finish fourth seed every year and just get. <laughs> you bank, pick up your TJ round. Leafs and, uh, like, gosh. Oh, my gosh. I was so wrong <laughs> about him, man. I was saying this is the new Kevin Love. <laughs> Let's go. Not and even I close. I was talking on Miles Turner. Oh. I'm like, that big <laughs> What the heck are we oh. doing? So I should not have No, man. We leave that to the GMs sure. and to the scouts. We're, we're just – we're the lowly fans, <laughs> man. What do we know? We are. Th- thank you so much for joining me, man. Uh, honestly, this podcast was a lot of fun, and – I'll have to have you on. Yeah, thanks, Tommy. I, it is a lot of fun talking sports with you. Uh, I got to do a little research on some of my NFL teams. If I don't, I can't be out here talking nonsense, yeah, man. Todd Gurley, you know, I is no longer. Ah, boy, Rams, <laughs> not man. that's not a good look by me. You're right, but it is a lot of fun. Thanks for having me, man. <laughs> yeah, thanks for joining. All right, man. Tommy, have See a good later. night. See ya. You too, brother. Bye.